episode 16 of Guns, Guitars, and Barbells, Two Tools Talking About Three Tools. I'm Josh Thompson. And I am Colton Morrow Merrill. And this is our Christmas and New Year's special featuring a performance by Miss Casey Stone. Stand on the box, stomp your feet, start clapping, got a real good feeling, so I'm about to All right, we got Josh Thompson is in Overton, Nebraska, or nearby. Yep. I'm in Overton, Nebraska, about to pull into my own driveway. Very nice. What are the coordinates? Um, like the latitude and longitude? Yes. Dude, I can just give you my address. Okay. Um, no, no, so, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and I am in Tacoma. Um. No one knows where the heck that is. It's Cayman, Nebraska. It's the capital of Nebraska. <laughs> it is the capital of Nebraska. Okay, so they call it they call it Colton Marl Merrillville. That's the nickname, yeah. That is the nickname. Um, well, t-shirts have been going pretty well, haven't they, Josh? Yeah, no, they've been going pretty well. We've had quite a few sales. Uh, inventory is getting kind of low, not gonna lie. But yeah going well yeah sizes uh medium through large we still have um we'll have to do another order i'm an idiot we didn't get enough xls and we certainly could have got a few double xls um half the people that have wanted to buy them we just haven't even had the sizes so we're definitely gonna have to get some more in um if everyone keeps supporting us we'll be able to do that um josh what's your like new year's resolution Oh, man, dude, you're throwing it at me, aren't you? My New Year's resolution is to, in all honesty, man, it's going to it's gonna have to be devote more time to God. I'm just going to be honest. Yep. Yep. I feel like there's been spurts throughout this year where I've kind of neglected that. Okay. Wow, good for you, Josh. What's yours? Um, spend less time. Devoted. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah. I don't have. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't have. I never have New Year's resolutions. I just take it day by day. What do I need to do better? Um, which I guess at this point would be yeah. I devote more time to God. Um, I should probably you know start going to church in Carney. When you're in college, it's different going to church because you're used to going with your family every Sunday. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Well, um, going with your family kind of just holds you accountable. Yeah. And then, like, being in college on your own, it's just like, it's one of those things that you don't think about because you're so busy with school and work and all this other stuff. It's just, yeah, it's hard. Right. And so you didn't see the video of Bill Belichick saying his New Year's resolution, did you? No, but I would love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> or after losing to the Bills, I think they did. Um, a reporter asked him what his New Year's resolution is. And it was the most awkward video I've ever seen in my life. It is hilarious. Um, but yeah, uh, he said he didn't have any at this time. It was ridiculous that a reporter would I was ask hoping that. he was going to 
say something cool. That would be a really out yeah, of character. That's not very cool. That would be pretty out of character for him. Um, yeah, but, but losing to the Bills is also out of character for him. So That's true. That's a good point. So John Madden passed away. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's that's unfortunate. He is a, a lot of people looked up to him, man. A lot of people looked up to that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, I swear they better keep they better keep making Madden like Madden games. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna keep doing that. That would be weird. Yeah. That'd be so messed up if they just like changed it. Oh, I'd hate that. I would hate that so much. Yeah, I think they should change it to Gruden. Go ahead. Gruden yeah. 22. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's um, a good idea, honestly. So, um, that's how you lose customers. Yeah. I don't want to um, dwell on this too much, uh, but my grandfather did pass away, and it's been tough, and I'm not, I don't want to talk about that too much because it's more of a personal thing, and Nobody oh, wants sorry. to hear, yeah. But I, he was a really, really good writer, and he wrote a, he wrote columns for uh, Midwest Messenger um, and a couple other the newspaper, local newspaper. Um, he was a really good writer, and one of my favorite articles is something that I think, well, I did send to you. Um, Figured you'd appreciate it. Yeah, it's I read a, it. It's pretty good. An analogy um, that I think can give you a really good perspective on politics today. Um, so I'll read that, if that's all right with you, Josh. Dude, go for it. I would not mind hearing this again. All right. So here's the Farm Cat Bailout Plan by Cliff Morrow in the Midwest Producer. We have a problem. We were down to just a few farm cats. We like them hanging around. We subsidize them with cat food, and in return, they keep the rodents from taking over the farm. So recently, we thought they were looking a bit scruffy and increased their food. We got a hay bale and put it in the middle of the barn and began putting extra cat food on the bale. This bailout in the middle of the barn appears to have not been a well-thought-out plan. The number of stray cats just seems to increase as we augment the handouts. We now have four litters of kittens on the farm. So reports my granddaughter. Since we live close to our county's border, we even have cats from the next county over visiting our bailout in the middle of the barn. Presently, the only answer seems to be to increase the food for the new cats, but that will, in turn, draw more cats to the free food. Seems the more we give away, the more cats are standing in line for food. The cats that have been here from the start, and their offspring, have now taken to sitting on our front porch waiting for the leftovers from the table. We have a limited number of mice to be hunted, and it seems that the new cats from across the county line have taken over the job of rodent control. Really, that's not so bad, because our native cats really didn't want that anyway. I've been trying to think of how this might play out into the future. We will eventually need to start buying cat food by the semi-load and employ a staff veterinarian for cat health care. 
I'm not going to pay the veterinarian very much, so I hope the cats aren't going to be expecting top-notch health care. I won't be able to pay for a really good veterinarian, so I hope none of them get sick. And when the cats get old, they'll just have to plan on kicking the bucket because, well, I'm, I'll be calling the shots on health care and will be limited on, such, on funding and such. Of course, one of the first things we need to get started on is having them declawed. I know they need to have their claws to go hunting, but if we ever need to control them, or if we must round them up for some reason, we don't want them to be able to fight back. The part of the plan is that I haven't thought out is what is all this going to cost? Is a truckload of cat food expensive? I'm not worried because I know that I can borrow money for cat food, and if I die before I get the money paid back, my grandchildren will have to pay for the debt of the free cat food and the veterinary, veterinary health care debt that I've accumulated. The good news is that my wife and I are now very popular with the cats. I'm sure they hope that they can just survive, that we can just survive forever. They just love us. They think that life is good. I just hope they don't find out the truth about this not being a sustainable plan. Yeah. Wow. You can learn a lot about farm cats. There was actually cats. quite a few different analogies. Yeah, there there was a lot. Um, my yeah. Oh wait, is there more? Did I cut you off? No, no, that's it. That's it. That's uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we can learn how to uh, run the country from watching barn cats. It's, I mean, what he said is actually true. Yeah. About both politics and farm cats. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. it's true. It's true. Um, man. Explain explain the analogies um, that play out throughout the story. Because when I first read it, I didn't quite understand it. And yeah. then I had to read it again, and then I got it eventually. Right. So a big part of this is giving out free cat food. Um, the cats from the other counties come for that free cat food because I mean because they're the farms that they live on those farmers aren't giving out free cat food right so like people or people yeah. in not even Mexico most uh, most illegal immigration the those people are coming from countries south of Mexico where third world countries that are ran by dictators the government's bad there's a lot of poverty so they come to America where they're going to get free stuff, right? Um, right. The declawed part, um, in case you need to control the cats. You don't want them to be able to fight back. That's the same thing as politicians that don't want us to have guns. They don't want us to be able to fight back if something happens. That's not every politician. I think some of them are, most of them are just soft, but obviously the government wants to a lot of people in government want to be able to control us, and it's harder to control us if we are have a well-armed militia like our founding fathers wanted us to have. Yep. Um, a few other analogies. Um, keeping them happy because they're getting free stuff, right? Right. But it's not a sustainable plan. That's a big thing that I think is a problem with the Democratic Party. 
is that it's not sustainable or democratic politicians. It's not sustain a lot of the things they do or any politician really. It's not sustainable, but they want to be popular with the voters, right? So they give out, remember the Obama phones? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good example of that. But, uh, uh, there's some more analogies. Um, I thought that he put quote unquote, quote unquote bailout. It's pretty funny, but yeah, he, he was, uh, my, my grandpa's a really good writer. That's for sure. Oh no, yeah. That was like, I didn't, I didn't know how good of a writer he was, but that was like impressive, dude. Oh yeah. Like takes, that takes a very creative mind to come up with something like that. Like, wow. Very creative. Um, I have a whole book of his, not even all of them, of his writings, and uh, I was just flipping through it, and it's just all very, really good perspective, clever, funny, also makes you think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, man, a lot of things learned from him. A lot no, of I've, uh, I've talked with um, Colton's grandpa a handful of times, and man, that guy is very wise, he's pretty funny, and he was just like, he was just a really good dude, and I'm. That's sad. It's sad that yeah, it's always too early, man. They always go too early. I mean, yeah. I know I when my grandpa died, it's like it was unexpected. We had no idea that was gonna happen, and it's like you live life and not expecting that thing, and then all of a sudden it happens. You're like, oh my gosh, why couldn't it have been later in life? You know, it always happens way too early. It does, it the guy, does. The guy could have been 150 years old, and you still would have been feeling the same pain, the same grieving. It's just like, it's always too early, man. Um, something that you would really appreciate is, so he had been, um, this was his second go-around with cancer, and he had been in the hospital with an injury before, and so every time he was in the hospital, hated it. Yeah. Hated it, like crazy hated it. And then he... This time he was extremely calm. One, some of his last words were, "You know, um, I mean, praise be to God, we'll all be together soon, soon, someday." Oh wow! Um, he's very. I've been trying to think about this today. What his last words to me? I got a chance to talk to him. The day before it happened, I was with him when it happened, but he wasn't able to talk. Yeah. Um. The day before he. It was, he definitely, he told me to trust in God. Wait for connection. And that it'll all be okay. Wow. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it still doesn't really seem real to me, but. um, Wow, dude. That's powerful. Yeah. Very blessed to have him as a grandpa, that's for sure. Because he also put a lot of other good people in my life. Um, But yeah, so. I think that was a good one and then uh i guess uh back to the new year's stuff um josh what have you learned this year <laughs> what have i learned this year it's been a pretty crazy year hasn't it oh yeah i've learned that i have a i have a lot to learn and a long ways to go in order to become the person i want to become you know there's a lot we have a lot more life ahead of us is what i learned oh yeah we're on the last stretch of college, and 
I feel like it's like almost all complete, but dude, we have so much out of us. We have no idea. I don't even know. Like, yeah. I don't even know what, what city I'm going to be living in. Um, come June. Carney. There's a solid possibility. There, I answered your question. I answered solid your possibility. Question. Yep, you're living in Carney. <laughs> so there's, uh, yeah. What'd you learn this year? I learned, man, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you never, <laughs> I learned that life can change, uh, in an instant. Well, I feel like these are all things that I already knew, but until you experience them, you don't truly deep down know that oh, you 100%. never really know who a person is. So oh, wow. you've always, you've got to play your cards close. Wow. That is really good. That was good. Wow. Could have, wow. What else? I'm just impressed. I didn't even write that down or anything. You're, you're on a roll, um, dude. I am on a roll. What else? What else? What else? Um, <laughs> man. I learned. Yeah, that's about all I learned. <laughs> well, no, I learned I learned just, a lot. I just Dude, that's good. That's good. If that's I, all you learned, I don't even care. I've been reflecting a lot in the past year. Like, probably, like yeah. too much for sure. I feel like... You should live mostly just like in the moment and just do your crap and not look, spend too much time looking back on it. Cause there's some, 100%. at some point in your life, that's all you're going to have is to look back on what happened. Exactly. So not to dwell on that too no, much, but that's I, deep. yeah, it's, yeah. I also learned, man, I learned Pearl Jam is pretty sick. <laughs> Um, Tyler Childers learned he's pretty freaking sick. Um, Parker McCollum too. Yeah, what else? Play a little bit better at guitar now. Um, do you do you know what the Matrix the Matrix movies? Have you seen those? Uh, I watched the first one, but I was on my phone half the time, so I ended up not getting it. Do you remember that? You were actually with me when I watched it. Yeah, it probably ticked me off, too, because they're... It did, it did. It got to the end, and I'm like, eh, it's all right. And then you're like, yeah, I mean, oh, I get it. I get it. I just didn't pay it. Uh, It's like a deep movie. You got to pay more attention than I did, so... Dude, it's so deep and so good. And, like, I'm not going to lie. I was so unsettled. So this is one thing that happened to me this year that I'm very satisfied with. For years, the Matrix trilogy has done nothing but make me so angry. Because the way they portrayed it, you know, the first movie was great. The second movie wasn't too bad. And yeah. Oh. Was it like a dream or something like that? Like none of okay. it mattered. Yeah. So they just came out with a new Matrix movie this year, like literally a week ago. And my mom and I went to watch it. And I was kind of nervous because I'm like low key kind of ticked off at the Matrix. And we watched the movie, and I literally left feeling like a whole human. They they made wow. up for everything they screwed up, dude. Made up for all of it. 
Really? Made better, yes. Oh, my gosh. It literally just changed my whole perspective on the whole trilogy, and I have a whole new respect for those people. And, yeah, so I just feel like a much better person now. I don't have to be angry about it anymore. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> now you have to watch all the movies, though. Yeah, I do. I do. I know I, I'll appreciate it once I watch all of them. I feel like you just don't have a very long attention span. I have a terrible attention span. Yeah, I think you do. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Um, That's okay, though. That's okay. That I can I can let myself active. get lost in it, though. I just need to be able to sit there for five minutes, ignore everything, and then I'm locked in. I'm dialed. Good. You know? yeah. Okay, that's what you're doing next time we have a movie night. Oh, for sure. Dude, let's have a movie night with Matrix. Remember we used to always have movie nights uh, when we lived yes. together at that house? That was so fun. That was fun. We all can of our s- listeners are invited. All of them. Well, all, all of right. you are invited. <laughs> Pizza for everybody. <laughs> Pizza for everybody. Colton's buying. Uh, no. I'm capping it at three boxes, three large pizzas. <laughs> for, for, right, oh my gosh. On them. Yeah, that's a good. First come, first serve. Um, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, it all. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, um, anything else, Josh? Anything else from me? Yeah. Um, oh, we, we were going to do rapid fire questions with uh, my sister. Yeah, but I do have something to say. You know, okay. I don't want to be too sappy, but I do mean this. You be know, sappy. I hope, I hope everyone had a very nice Christmas. Hope you got everything you wanted, and I hope this transition into 2022 is smooth, and you have a lot of big goals, and I hope you meet those goals. That does not mean say you're going to get into the gym more and don't actually go into the gym more, because everybody does that. that actually is. pursue, actually pursue your goals. Okay, I'm done. I feel ya. Yeah. Did you see the thing about uh, Joe Biden saying "Let's go, Brandon"? <laughs> I actually, yes, I did see something about that. Um, I don't have a lot to say because I don't know everything about that, but I think that is the funniest thing in the world. That is so funny. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Liberal media is going after him hard for that, too. It's pretty pretty it's funny. It's amazing. All right. Uh, now, we're going to ask Casey some rapid-fire questions and then um, play. Uh, me and Casey did a live cover of Hell of a Year. By Parker McCollum, Casey did a good job. We uh, okay. It's not the it's not radio ready our cover, but uh, uh we enjoyed it and I think uh, she did a pretty good job. Um, me on acoustic guitar and Casey singing and yeah, and I didn't even think about it when I decided to do this, but what a great song for our New Year's and Christmas special because it's been a hell of a year, hasn't it? Yes, it has, dude. It and has. I'm excited to hear this performance. I All think right. it's going to be good. Heck yeah. All right. Now, Casey. All right, Josh, do you want to start off the rapid fire questions for Casey? No. Well, Casey, yeah, make sure I you talk on the off. mic. My, Casey start is off. my sister. Give some context. All right. Go. Hi, Casey. Hi, Josh. Far away. <laughs> All right. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> If you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? Um, (laughs) to shoot shoot lasers. 
Shoot lasers from where? My hands. <laughs> All right. That's a good spot to shoot lasers from. Uh, what's your favorite fruit? <laughs> um, kiwis. Kiwis? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you because okay? of the taste or because of the fur? What? Because of the taste of kiwis or because of the fur on the outside? It's the fur. Definitely the it. fur. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> if you could undergo a procedure to erase memories, would you do it? Uh, hmm. Yeah. You would do it? Y- I'm not yeah. going to ask what memory. I'm not going to ask. But that's kind of cool. If you could go back in time and change history, would you? Mm. No. You would not? Nope. Why? Uh, that's a good question, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you think everything's perfect right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Gotta love oh, Joe Biden. That's... <laughs> and my last question. How much do you like those CrossFit workouts that I made for you guys? Um, well, I only did one and it sucked. And oh, I don't plan on doing another one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did two. Really? Yeah. Oh, was that the bike one? I think so. Yeah. Would you continue to do it? Um... Yeah, yeah, she would. I don't know. Okay, yeah. She literally yeah. just well, keeps begging me to go to the gym. She's super, super mad whenever I make her do them, do the workouts with me. But yeah, but the bike was um, unbelievably stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she hates that. Oh my gosh, she hates that. I mean, That's it sucks. Hilarious. It's uh, they have an Airdon bike, which yeah, is those like are, those are tough. Airdon, Airdon, and like assault bikes. I can't tell the difference. They're, it's, they're not that much different at all. It's like you can go as hard as you can for 15 seconds, and you don't. It feels completely fine. As soon as you hit like 16 seconds, it is the worst thing in the world. Casey, where are you going? Nowhere. I have rapid fire questions for you. Jeez. Oh, I didn't know you had. I'm sorry for the misorganization of this podcast, everyone. I can definitely tell you guys are siblings. My goodness. Oh. <laughs> don't say that ever again <laughs> don't do i'm gonna drive i'm gonna drive three hours and kick your ass dude all right so <laughs> casey ready mm. beetles or stones beetles squat or deadlift squat if you could go to a concert of any three artists who would they be motley crew oh. All right, let's try not that, <laughs> that air here. It's not that deep. Uh, ACDC and um, Pearl Jam. Nice. Sick. Um, favorite instrument to play? Guitar. Ban one artist from the radio. Ooh. Easy. Billie Eilish. Oh. You did not just say that. I did. Wow. All right, you can leave now. Leave. Get out of here. Leave. Get out of here. All right. So, well, that was a hot take. Wow, we might get some lashback for that one. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. This is why we have to vet our guests before we have them on. 
Um, so. <laughs> no, Casey, you did really good. Yeah. Thank good you, Josh. All right. So, is that it? Colton. Did we cover all the bases? Colton. Yeah? Just remember, Casey likes kiwis because of the fur. I won't forget. Okay. I won't forget. <laughs> I knew as soon as... <laughs> I knew she was gonna say the fur because that doesn't make sense. All right. Okay. Now here's uh, me and Casey's uh, live acoustic cover of "Hell of a Year." Ready, Casey? Yep. Yep. Well, let's get a three, two, one. It's been a hell of a year. How did you see who I was and who I was gonna be? I could have been right, was probably wrong. So many nights wishing I could go home. It's been a hell of a year. Oh, it's been a hell of a year. Now my heart's out of love. I fell out of line I swore that I'd never leave again And I lied It was the weight of the world You set me free You can't sleep alone And you ain't sleeping with me It's been a hell of a year It's been a hell of a You hate how I live, go up to come down I smoke you away and then you drink till you drown I wasn't meant to be then, it ain't meant to be now I love this home but now I hate this house It's been a hell of a year It's been a hell of a year 